Yo, it's a stupidly small podcast. It's Monday, May 4. Happy International Star Wars Day, Nerdburgers. I'm Stu Farrell. G'day, Lauren Clark. Is that a thing, is it? Apparently so. Oh. That's what the, uh, where the nerds go wild. So look out today. <laughs> is um, that where that happens? <laughs> yeah. May 4th every year. and. Uh, oh, yeah, May the 4th, yeah. They May, show... May the 4th be with you. Oh, I didn't know that. There you go. Surely. May the 4th be with you. Surely. Very good, Lauren Clark. And they have movie marathons all over the place. Do and they? Why, do you want, why would you go and sit <laughs> in a movie marathon to see a film you've seen a million times? Are there any films that you've seen a million times? You uh, don't strike me as a re-watcher. I'm a re- I said Mad Max. Oh, yeah. Boys in the Hood. Oh, yeah. Um, Jeez, you've got a, gen- a genre, don't you? <laughs> They're two very different films. The no, ghettos I mean, of uh, LA and the yeah, but I'm saying like you know, dirty future. Yeah, but I'm saying kind of blokey, kind of you know, adventure, rollicking gladiator. Then how's that? That's, oh yeah, no, it's very feminine. <laughs> well, it's not very feminine. Most in fact, there was probably about two chicks in Gladiator. Wow. <clears throat> yeah, so it is a bit cheeky. We have a chick flick, oh my and God. Uh, so Gladiator would be one, I suppose. Uh-huh. Um, there are films that I think about seeing a lot that I don't get around to doing. Like, I mean, sorry, I have seen Super Troopers a lot, but yeah. um, there's a film called You Can Count on Me. Oh, yeah. Laura Linney and uh, Mark Ruffalo. Very. Oh, yes. Pulls at the heartstrings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There it's one go. of your romantic ones. Oh, it's one of the romantic ones. What about you? Have you romantic. seen multiple uh, anythings? Mark's Brothers films. Um, mm-hmm. What's his name? Jacques Tati. I've seen every one of them. And I've gone back a few times to the Astor and watched them all again. Oh. <laughs> I talk about nerdy. And what else? Oh, yeah. The old, they're a bunch of 80s classics. Like, I've probably seen Dirty Dancing as oh. much as any other person in my generation who was... Have you seen the live stage production currently playing here in Melbourne, Australia? No. Oh. Um, I've seen, you know, th- films like that. Do you go as far as these um, people that dress up? Clueless, seeing that a lot. Oh, they dress up and go and play a part in the audience, like the Rocky Horror people, the Blues Brothers people. What do they do? You know, they all dance in the audience and scream, and it sounds like a nightmare. Actually, <laughs> no, I didn't. Not, not was not aware that that was a thing that happened. Uh, I didn't know you what the Valhalla was famous for its um, its Blues oh. Brothers night. I don't know where they did Rocky Horror. Perhaps at the same place. Okay. But uh, they all dress in character and scream out bits of the film and um, there's people dancing on stage in front of the... It sounds <laughs> terrible. It sounds, sounds like, like your absolute hell. hell. <laughs> sounds yeah. like what you're not supposed to do. Everything you're not supposed to do in a film or at the cinema is uh, sanctioned. Do you know the Blues Brothers? I think I've told you this before, but the Blues Brothers to me hmm. is a film that, that I have a bad association with, even oh. though... Hilarious, blah, blah, blah. Like, even though it's exactly the kind of film mm. that I would have, if I'd discovered it myself, I would have loved it. Because when I was a kid, it was the film that we just put on in the lounge room when you were sick. So when you're homesick. Yeah. <coughs> um, Blues Brothers. Blues Brothers goes on, right? And it was probably before I even understood it. So there was a slight disconnect there mm. and also i was feeling really sick yeah, all yeah. the time so every time i saw it, it was like this pavlovian response oh. so yeah so i'm one of these people who should like the blues brothers a lot more than i do well i got the same thing with metropolis <coughs> oh, fritz lang or someone or, yeah uh, but we it was a like a adults thing at my house like a party and and mum well kids yeah and my mum's like we're gonna get you one film and we're gonna pick it and I'm like, oh, okay, video, you know, after the video shop, they go, and we're all sitting in the lounge room or the t- where the TV was, waiting. 
Um, and then they say, right, watch this, and off they go to do whatever parents did in the lounge room. Mm. Uh, it was legit. <laughs> yeah. There was no bowl and that. everyone had their keys in their pocket. Yeah. And um, on comes Metropolis with this Queen soundtrack. <laughs> so they've got this black and white movie. Of the, we didn't know what was going on with Freddie Mercury screaming over the top and we're just sitting there. And to this day, yeah. I've hated even seeing the poster to yeah, the film. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it's it? It's like just... I'm angry at that guy who made it. <laughs> it's terrible. Anyway, but uh, we do. We are talking showbiz, of course, at uh, the night after or the day after the night after Australia's television night of nights. Television. Television's mm. night of nights. Wow. And I did catch a bit of Logie's last That's night and it was lame. Night of Really? You're... No, no, no. There's, there's Logie's lame and then there was last night. It, it, it sunk to a new no, level. No, dude. There's just Logie's lame no. and it's a whole other category. It's like the rest of the world's lame and then there's Logie's lame. No, th- this was beyond Logie's lame. It was... I've been to Richmond Football Club functions in the same room, yeah. right, the Palladium at Crown, yeah. that had more zing and, and uh, production values to it. Yeah, right. And the speeches were funny. And this is coming from 85-year-old blokes that maybe kicked one goal in the 81 <laughs> or two, you know, losing grand final and all this stuff. It, it was it was really bad. So that doesn't reflect at all the state of Australian television, though, does it? <laughs> no. Well, the state of Australian entertainment industry. And yeah. but congratulations to Carrie Bickmore. Who won the gold and silver luggage? We had a bit of a Peter Ford moment there. I knew that because I heard it on the uh, the news this morning. But uh, I fell asleep. I got about ten minutes in, fell asleep. I will <laughs> I admit that. Believe you went. You went with the congratulations well, you know, too. You know what's funny? You're a classic. You what? Funny? I didn't even know the luggage were on. I was no just, people don't. No, I was watching something on TV and then um, was just scrolling through Facey or something. Yeah. And it was like, oh, Logies, how about the Logies? I'm like, well, the Logies, and we searched for it and we couldn't find it. I thought, well, maybe it's on Jam and stuff. Like that. Yeah. And then went back to nine. It was on nine and, and there'd been protests. People, what were the protests? Well, um, a lot of stars from other networks are now saying that it's just a, a Channel 9 promotional vehicle. No. Yes. And um, <laughs> apparently Larry Emder wasn't allowed to go by his network because he sticks <laughs> his finger up after like two glasses of wine. He can't help himself and he gives the bird every time a camera's <laughs> on him. It's a very grown-up, intellectually engaged <laughs> industry, isn't yes. it? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I've got mates, of course, who work in TV and who, who, who went and, or who didn't go or who whatever, mm. who do take it on some level. Kind of seriously, but even then, oh, the memoriam stuff you should have seen. Oh, what it was, there was a, a big tribute that's to Richie always Benno. terrible. So, there's like a five minute tribute to Richie Benno, right? Got, got his own song, his own thing. I mean, Richie was a legend, yeah, right? No, no doubting that. I'm a bagging Richie Benno, yeah. And then, um, then it was like, and here's the rest of the people that died, and a woman <laughs> with a uh, big harp was singing a song, <laughs> and uh. Not a big heart, a big harp. Big harp. Yeah. Was singing a song, <laughs> and it was it was really tragic, because so, the, the, I mean it was good to see the f- people you didn't know had passed <clears> away <throat> this year, and but it's weird when some people get like hey round of applause, oh yeah, and then the next next us is silent, oh. like he still died, oh. but it's like shh, like crickets, crickets, oh. crickets, yay, crickets, but oh. even the the rounds of applause. Were quite were very quiet. It was only like smattering from one table. Yeah. Like it'd be like Julie Drysdale, you know, publicist. Everyone's like, "Yay!" That worked with Julie Drysdale. Yeah. But the one that really stuck out, that stuck out, stuck out. Yeah. Uh, to me, and yeah. I'm sure a lot of people, was being a Channel Nine event. Um, you know, and there was supposed to be a bit of Channel Nine bias. Mm. But one of the people yeah. that got a mention in the in memoriam section was the receptionist at Channel Nine, CTV Nine uh, phone answerer. I'm going, uh, sure, maybe a, a bit of a legend in the industry, 
But I don't know. Does that would that make the cut would, at the Oscars? Do you know what that means? Guy that works in the car park at Fox Studios. Well, it should, it should. But 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 then so should. This is the thing about those awards. She didn't get a clap either. If if there was no clap, what? <laughs> no clap. Is this, is this if you're saying I rest my case? Yeah. Um, no. If like, why do we care? Who died? No, not who died. Why do we care about any of it except that some of it is televised and nobody watches telly anymore? Do you know what I mean? Like, if the finance industry had an awards night, mm. it wouldn't be televised. <laughs> the only reason this gets televised is that the dresses at the front, and in case anybody says anything that can be, you know, considered celebrity gossip Seems or whatever, any interest if at all. Mm. So saying, like, any of that internal stuff... It just appeared like it had shrunk right. to like really like footy presentation night levels. But it's already how was it already? Oh god, I, I can, I can only imagine how bad it was then. Anyway, I can only imagine. Yeah, so that that was our television night. It's gone for another year. Been and gone. <laughs> Very poorly promoted. Didn't have a clue about it. Yeah. So what did you get up to instead of watching the Logies? Then what do you watch? What else is there to do on well, a Logie Sunday? Yeah, it's uh, everyone catching the replay of the showdown with Port Adelaide and Adelaide. Oh yeah, no, that wasn't that huge. It was, you know, had had Port Adelaide won, had Port Adelaide won, I would have won two hundred twenty-five dollars. Oh really? Well, I mean, I'm in a betting syndicate. Okay, that does that sound that makes you sound like the dodgiest. Even though betting syndicate probably is like a fine thing, but mm. betting syndicate makes you sound like next level. Uh, what are you? Next level kind of dodgy. Well, the two people I'm, I'm in the syndicate with are named Digger and Biff. So, I mean, <laughs> if that's an indication <laughs> of the legitimacy of it, I'm, I'm unsure. Anyway, it was my turn to bet. We we, we take a turn each week. Three, so, you know, you, you spend $10 a week basically, but you, you bet yeah. $30 yeah. on just various football multiples just for fun. They, yeah. you, know, they won't, you don't spend a lot and then if we, and it all goes into pool if we win anything, which we haven't done in five weeks. Yeah. And then we'll go out for dinner or something. Yeah. Right? And so my, my last bet of the of the of the weekend was I needed Essendon to win between one and thirty nine points, which they did. Right. I needed Port Adelaide to be in front at half time, which yeah. they were by only yeah. seventeen points, shaping up well. And I needed Adelaide to run home and win, yeah. and that was paying twenty two dollars fifty for yeah. that combination of. I like how you told me and win because you thought you just looked at my eyes. You thought, "Oh, you doesn't think I mean actually ran home." <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. unfortunately, in the third quarter, Adelaide couldn't kick straight. They kicked about two five and cost themselves a chance at the game. Got within eight points in the last quarter. That do people uh, put massive money on this stuff? Have I put massive? no? Do people? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah like, I mean, but be, not as much as horses though. I wouldn't necessarily say that. Right. There would be games where um, you would think one team are assured a win, Mm-mm. so they'll throw down a hundred thousand dollars to win twenty thousand. Oh my god! Or let, or even more for less. You know. Uh, but it's just guaranteed income for that game. Like even if it's a hundred thousand dollars to win two thousand um, dollars, but certainly not out of it, not in my league currently. Really? Mm. You didn't chuck down a hunch? No hunchies. No hundred thousand, hundred k. No, no hunchies. <laughs> but anyway, I should have had a bet on the gold logie, Carrie Bickmore. Who would you have gone for? Dude, I don't watch. I don't. I don't. I know. don't even know who was actually up for it. Either. I don't know. <laughs> I think there was a stage where um, Hamish or Andy, whichever one they are, was yeah. giving out whichever one they are, <laughs> <laughs> giving out it's roses. Yeah, and um, to the gold Logie nominees, and 
three of them I didn't know who they were. Yeah, right. And, you know, once upon a time it was Ray Martin. Yeah. Bert Newton. Back in your era, look at you. You've got no, a bit of on. you've got a bit of a rose in your cheek now. Well, Are you going through this when, list? That's when it was television's night oh, of night. Get over yourself. Stupid. Now, Lauren, it is the entertainment uh, edition of the Stupidly Small Podcast. It is, isn't it? Well, it's International <laughs> Star Wars Day. We had our television night of nights last night. Mm-hmm. We're gonna keep the theme going. Yeah. Um, I don't know, for some reason, you wanted to mention gold class, a crown. And I, well, in fact, I had someone special, well, five people special to me go to gold class yesterday. That's why I wanted to mention it, because you mentioned it to me, and I thought, I've done it once. You've done, you've only been to gold class once. I've got tickets that expired. They were 12 months we had to go, and they expired. We rang them up, and they gave us another two months, so I've got to go in the next couple of weeks. Get there. But. It's, Problem is the movies are turd. The movies are really bad. <laughs> I don't use that word. Sorry, apologies. And um, as racy as we get on this podcast, it's but it's almost like you're sitting in someone else's beanbag. That's what I was going to say. So right. when you were talking about it before, I was thinking, yeah, no, going to gold class. The only times that I've been to gold class, I've either had free tickets. Yeah, I've never paid. In fact, I don't think I've ever paid for gold no. class. It's one of the things you don't pay yeah. for. It's like business class. Yeah, you'd love to do it all the time. You're not going to cough up the extra. But would you, like, would you, I don't know, I suppose you would. But it's like you're paying, <clears throat> in most things, you would pay that much money. So how much is it? I don't know. 30 just bucks paid or something? It. No, it's probably more now. Yeah, I don't it'd know. Be it'd be more. Like a regular ticket's 25%. Yeah, yeah, maybe. yeah. Okay, so yeah. it's, and plus you get, you got to get food because that's the point of, you know, having some, some slave pies. come in. Yeah, and bring your microwave oh, hang on. Pie. Can I, I'm going to pull you up there. Why? Because someone is providing hospitality does not make them a slave. No, but it's like... It's just, what makes them a slave is that you say, at 47 minutes into the movie, I want it's you to bring service. it in and don't you think there's a little bit of Hale Butler about that? No, there's a little bit of um, Tiger Airways about it in that yeah. people, you know, like people that think they're <laughs> on a plane think they're like VIPs. It's, it is totally and, Tiger Airways. You know, <laughs> just because you're in gold class does not make you a VIP. <laughs> and just the same as being on any aeroplane. Now, you go to Sydney, there's people with their guts hanging out, That's thongs what I mean. and... And they treat the the hosties like garbage because they think they are at the front of the plane just because they're on a plane. Yeah, and gold class is full of teenagers because the most uh, like kind of posh thing you can do when you can't drink or like do a bunch of other stuff is – Go to gold class. They don't so, market it to teenagers, do they? Like no. it's always the couple on a date. Yeah, no, that's I'm it. having the champagne and he's having an ice cold one. Exactly, and but maybe that's because that's what people who do go there kind of aspire to. Is this kind of? But it is the least glamorous thing. It's yeah. basically you are paying more to sit at home on your couch mm. with some other people who are sitting at home. Well, you've got you're paying more to put your feet up. Can you put your feet up? Oh yeah, put the pull back the chair thing and out come the. <sighs> That's the selling point Do people get self-righteous me. in there and make noise and, and think they can do what they want? No, I don't do they, so. so. they don't get Tiger Airways about the... No, no, I don't think there's too much Tiger Airways about what actually goes on in the actual thing. Right. No. But, yeah, you, could, you put your feet up, you get booze and food brought to you, and sounds, you sounds have right to so watch... The thing is, though, the movie Blockbusters. You have to watch a blockbuster. So everything about it's kind of like, you know... What you would do at home on your couch when you when it, when you just want a total no brainer, yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's the least kind of. Actually, it's actually touching on something I wrote for the big issue that I haven't that hasn't even been published yet, but which is just a you know I write the weekly the mm. com- whatever fortnightly column for the big issue. I was writing about how um, in gold class it's 
you know, yeah, no you're, one can you're, hear you scream. Yeah, exactly. And you and you see the stuff that you see there has to be. Why does it have to be so blockbustery? Why well, you is would think because because it's such a small uh, cinema. How many was it? Twenty five seats or something? Tops. <clears throat> you would think that they could show niche film to people that would actually appreciate it. <laughs> but a maybe bottle of wine. maybe there's your answer. That's not their audience. But they're marketing it to those people. Yeah, but that's it's not a really working, confused. Is it? Um, yeah. Wouldn't it be great if you could lease out a gold class? That'd be sweet. And then put on your own thing, like That'd your be own food, sweet. and That's put on your own the films, answer. and you'd and you'd it'd be exclusive. That's the answer. Mm. That's it. Do you think Village would loan us a well, let, lease us a gold class? Oh, we have screenings. We have stupidly big screenings. That would be all right. Do you want to see if we can investigate that? <laughs> We'd have, we would have you. to have twenty-five people that would do it. Oh, for sure. But except, you've just described your taste in movies. <laughs> we won't be watching Gladiator or Mad Max or Boys in the Hood. Uh, but I, I would put on You Can Count On Me. Yeah, okay. And call it Stupidly Big Date Night. <laughs> so you get curated, your little face. curated just... food, wine or soft drink. Oh, and actually, that's a good idea. And get actual nice food. Yeah, nice food. Like we do the food. Oh, this is good. Yeah. This is a good fantasy. Does it have to be a fantasy? Why can't it be a reality? Because you think Village is going to sublet gold class to yeah, you, I reckon do you? they would for, a, no like, and for, for one night only. Nah. Yeah. Like a, not choose, that's cheap, cheap night, it's busy. But like a Sunday evening or a Sunday afternoon for charity. You're kidding yourself. Why? Because they, no. Oh, but you, I you, am you, going you, to contact Village Cinemas and see, <laughs> say, hi, I'm involved in this. Yeah. I want to do it for this. Yeah. What can you do for me? I love it. Like it, love it, love the guy who brought it to me. Mm. Well, uh, we're taking sure expressions of interest. Because there is no such thing. There is. We I'm don't. sure you could do charity screening. You know, you could do it at places like Nova Cinema, which to those who are not in Melbourne is like, you know, your little independent local thing. You could do something there. Mm. But just village... Is just a, it's a it's a, literally a multiplex. You know what we could do if we went to Nova then, yeah, right. Is have a charity screening, a monthly charity screening, where yeah. we record the podcast live at the cinema, yeah, right up front, like a Q and A, <laughs> and show, and then all have a, a, a softie or a wine or a beer together at the end and watch a film, and then all the funds raised after costs of the cinema or whatever, yeah, goes to the nominated charity that particular month. Mm. You're not, you're not sold? No, I am. Do we get to put our feet on the seat? <laughs> yeah, and that's, well, that's what we've got, the feet on the seat sessions. So we only book out every second row. So there'll be feet all over the place. They're so not going to like that. The arrogance. We don't tell them it's called that. Feet on the seats? Yeah. And we call it... Uh, Sophisticated... Cinema for charity. No. No. See, the I becomes, is before the H, so it doesn't work. If you're at charity cinema, it, it runs a bit better. Oh, look at the wordsmith over here. Well, I am uh, the ideas man. Have I told you about Noah Sportswear? Stupid. What's in your phone? Oh, see, because I'm sick, it doesn't. I can't go up. Well, you snuck that in. What's in your phone? Oh, take it easy, Taylor Dane. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> anyway, hi everyone. Um, this is what is in my phone. I do you do this? Uh, when you're introduced to somebody, mm. you're good at remembering people's names when you're introduced to No, I'm bad. Oh, see, I'm terrible, right? Mm. Absolutely terrible. Mm. And um, 
And so now I repeat their name like you're supposed to. Yeah. And um, and this is this is particularly with my neighbours. So oh. I've, got, I've got lovely neighbours. Like everyone around here is really like the best. Oh, you said the guy next door is crazy. That guy's crazy. But right. <laughs> <laughs> and the person downstairs is like Genghis Painful. Khan. But mm. um, morning, <laughs> morning. <laughs> uh, but. Everyone around, but she's still very nice, actually. Yeah. I'm sure Genghis was <laughs> charming. Genghis had his good side. <laughs> anyway, all around, everybody else is really sweet and lovely, mm. and they remember our names all the time. So I realised that well, you wear I, name badges. You're a bit of a weird family. <laughs> I realised that I could rem- that I could remember people's names and their last names and everything once I was friends with them on Facebook. Right. So just there are few, friended everyone. No, I don't because you know that I'm against doing that. Yeah. I'm only friends with people that I would generally want to hang out with in the pub or whatever. Um, or no, generally no. Anyway, uh, so these people, I realised that once I, – so there were a few people whose uh, last name I'd forget or whatever. But once I became friends with them on Facebook, set for life. And it's because I can picture the word. I can picture their name. So I've started in my phone walking away from conversations where I'm introduced to neighbours – or they've mentioned their name in the mm. conversation and writing it down in my notes right. and in my notes section of my phone. And um, so I, I write neighbour, you know, Steve and Trish or whatever. Mm. <laughs> and um, yesterday I went out and I was talking to somebody. I was thinking, what is her name? And I had my phone there and I just went, found her name. I was like, I'm so proud of myself. Mentioned her name. It was all good. And the other name when I came out and I'd just previously, when I'd seen hers, when I'd seen Amy's name, I'd seen the name below and I, anyway, it was the wrong name. It was the wrong neighbour. Saying, does the first one got the right name? First name got the right name. Second one, thankfully, I didn't say it. Ah. She said something like, blah, 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 blah. And he said to me, stop it, Christina. And I was like, whoa, that was (laughs) close. So if you're taking notes on your phone about who people are, just be a little bit specific with the detail rather than neighbour from up the road. Do you, t- do you keep notes in your notes phone thing? Mm-hmm. Apart from... Oh, what? Do you, yeah, you do, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, no, no. That's stuff probably like my that? most favourite app. Your, um, most, your most what? Favourite app. <laughs> so favourite app. Right. Um, look, and we must just alert the listeners. We, we, see, we might sound a little bit different today. And we might sound a bit weird. Yes. Hello. We're, about, uh, we're both uh, crook. Yet we battled through. I came through snow this morning to get in and do this. So you did look like you had. I feel like I feel like being shot in the head. Yeah. Anyway, you can contact us, big and stupid at stupidlybig.com. Find us on Twitter or Facebook, stupidly big. Yes. Uh, PO box fourteen thirty six, Fitzroy North three zero six eight is our pie smeared PO box, which you can always send a self stamped self addressed no. envelope, and we'll send you something back. Why were we? We don't have anything. And then we'll just write them a note. Just stop saying. Because it sounds like we're uh, on TV. Oh my god! And his television's a day after the night of nights, <laughs> and I'm all entertainmented it up. Lauren Clark, Stuart Farrell. Let's get out of here and recoup. Air eight. <laughs> I was gonna say recoup, and it made no. You can't. You can't short recuperate because <laughs> recoup's its own word. Uh, all right. Well, we'll see you tomorrow. Is what you're basically saying. Pretty much. Okay. Uh, bye bye.